following message is from the audio ministry of Coastal Community Church. We trust you'll find it helpful and encouraging. Now, here's Pastor Chris Rollins. Everybody doing good today? All right, I hope you are. If you came in a little bit late, I'm Pastor Chris. Uh, great to be with you today. We are in week three of a series called Grateful, and we do. We have a lot to be uh, grateful here at Coastal. Uh, last week, we talked about being grateful for your family. Uh, I love... I love Coastal Community Church. You know, somebody once told me that uh, the test for a pastor of whether or not you really loved your church is would you go there if you weren't on staff there, if you weren't getting paid? And uh, the answer for me is absolutely yes. Um, if, if I weren't the pastor here and I was looking for a church uh, here in Charleston, this is definitely the place that I would choose to go. I love my church. And, and I'm grateful for it. Now, obviously, you know, this isn't my church. Uh, the church belongs to Jesus. And, um, and he is the head of the church. But this, this is his body. We are his bride. I have an extremely high view of the church. And I believe you should as well. Colossians 1.18 says this, and he is the head of the body, the what? The church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have supremacy. In fact, listen to what Jesus himself said. He said this, I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not be able to conquer it. So the church both collectively and individually, it is his. But this is my church in the sense that this is where I'm committed. This is my family. So I love the church. And I love my church. Let me replay a scenario for you uh, that I've seen played out countless times over the years. I'll be talking to somebody and, and, uh, who comes to Coastal, comes to our church, and, and maybe they've even been coming for a little while. And at some point in the conversation, uh, the topic of our church comes up. And instead uh, of saying, at our church or my church, they'll say this, at what? Anybody know? At your church. Now, usually I don't say anything because I realize that, uh, that this is, that's a process, you know, it's a commitment. Um, it's a decision, you know, that they haven't necessarily made yet. They don't consider me to be their pastor. They haven't uh, yet considered this to be their church. Now, in some ways, that that's a little bit easier. You know, you can just kind of float in and float out, and uh, it takes very little commitment, very little accountability. You just come in and enjoy and, you know, get the free food from the cafe and not really be involved, not be connected, and... Um, and so, basically, if things, you know, ever get tough or, you know, feelings get hurt a little bit, which they inevitably do because we're all made up of people, real people and real families, and, uh, but if that happens and when it happens, you can kind of back away. It, it's kind of like the difference between, you know, having a girlfriend and having a wife. You know, there's a huge difference between saying, you know, this is my girlfriend and this is my wife. So... Here is my proposal for today. Are you ready? Let's get married. <laughs> Let's get married. Now, I actually thought about getting down on one knee and everything, but I never ring with me or anything. So, um, but I know I'm joking a little bit, but I'm also very, very serious today. I want to challenge you 
to make a commitment to Coastal. To make our church your church. I want you to be able to say with me, you know what? I am grateful for my church. I love my church. And man, I do. I love my church. Let me talk about just a few reasons why I love my church. I love that we love people here. All people. You know, I love that the saying, come as you are, is not just a little feel-good saying about what people wear here. I love that at Coastal, it's okay to not be okay. I love that we accept all people just where they are, but we love them too much to leave them there. I love that we don't care about your past as much as we do about where you're headed. I love that we believe here in the power of the gospel to change people's lives and that no one, nobody, no matter who you are, where you've been, what you've done, nobody is beyond the reach of God's love and his grace. I love that we tell the truth here, God's truth, straight from the word of God, but that we do it in grace and love. I love that here at Coastal we embrace the messiness of that, of walking out truth and grace. I love that we recognize that everybody is a little crazy, including your pastor. I love that we believe in walking by faith here and attempting things so great and so big that without God, we are destined to fail. I love that we believe and we know that students aren't just the church of tomorrow, they are the church of today. And that we put our money where our mouth is and we invest time and staff and money and resources in student ministry and in children's ministry. And speaking of children, I love that over the years, my own kids have loved coming to this church. And to this day, they still love the church. And they still serve in the church. I love that I miss you when I'm not here. That this is my home and my family. I love that we are willing to do anything short of sin to see people come to know Jesus as their Savior and Lord. I love that at Coastal, we don't just go to church. We what? We are the church. And we're on a mission to share and experience the life and the love of Jesus with Charleston and the world. I love how we value serving here and that anybody can get involved and anybody can serve. I love our life groups and the uh, two o'clock in the morning friends that I have as a result of being a part of them. I love that rich people and poor people, white people, Asian people, black people, Hispanic people, old people, young people, educated, uneducated, and yes, Clemson and Carolina are, are all welcome here. We're working on Georgia fans, but um, I love that we know that 460 Arlington Drive is not the church. These buildings are simply a tool. But man, I also love, I love what we do here when we gather together here on Sunday mornings. I love our music. I love our worship. I mean, I'm telling you, I could go on 
and on and on. I love my church, and I'm grateful for it. So here's what I want us to do today. I want to give you four reasons, kind of general big picture reasons why I am grateful for my church. And then after each one, I want to give you a very specific way that you can express your gratitude. Because remember, we talked about this last week. You know, it's not enough just to say that you love somebody or to say that you're grateful for somebody, although that is a great start. That's a, that's a great start. You ought to be doing that every day, right? You know, telling your family, telling your children, your parents, your, your loved ones, hey, I love you. I'm grateful for you. But you got to put that into action. You got to put those words in, into, into that gratitude, that love into action. So let me give you four um, Four reasons why I'm grateful for my church, and then we'll talk about some action steps. Number one, I am grateful for my church because my church helps me focus on God. Focus on God. I don't know about you, but you ever, you ever find it easy just to forget God? I mean, just to forget that God is with you all the time. I, I do, and, and, and I'm a pastor, you know? I mean, sometimes I can go long periods of time without even re- really realizing that, remembering that, and, and I need to refocus. I mean, come on, do you ever find yourself focusing on the trivial stuff that really doesn't matter? And then just kind of overlooking the big stuff in life, the important things in life. Well, the Bible says that one of the purposes of the church is to help you to do that, to help you to refocus. And anytime you focus on God, anytime you express your love to God, you are worshiping. And that's one of the purposes of the church, to help you worship. Matthew 22, 37, and 38, Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. Now why? Why is that the greatest one, the greatest commandment? Why does God say, hey, above all things, you ought to love me first? Because that's what you were made for. Man, think about this. God made you to love you And he wants you to love him back. God knows everything there is to know about you. He knows the good, the bad, the ugly, and yet he still chooses to love you. Man, that's the good news. He just wants you to love him back. That's worship. That's a a basic good definition of worship. You say, well, Pastor Chris, you know, if worship, if that is, if if, if worship is expressing your love to God, well then, you know, can I do that by myself? You know, I mean, can, can I worship out on the golf course or, you know, in, in my boat or on the beach? Well, the answer is, of course you can. I mean, I, I hope that you are. You better be. You know, in fact, we believe that, you know, your whole life should be an act of worship. Your whole life should be a way of expressing your love to God wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, but not to the neglect of what we experience as a family when we gather together, when we all come together. In fact, Hebrews 10.25 says it. It says, and let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do. But encourage and warn each other, especially now that the day of his coming back again is drawing near. You see, there is just something powerful, 
mighty, awesome, when we gather and worship together. In fact, all throughout the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, God moved in mighty ways. Miracles took place when his people gathered together to express corporately their love to him. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever come to church when you didn't feel like it, and after it was over, you were glad that you did? Man, that happens to me all the time, <laughs> okay? I mean, I, I have found that when I don't feel like focusing on God, that's what I need it the most. And that's when God shows up in a mighty way. Listen, you know, think about this. Nothing reduces a problem, a storm. Nothing puts a storm in perspective in your life like focusing on the greatness and the goodness and the love of God. So, let me give you a very practical way to express your worship, to express your gratitude, to prove that you're, you're, you're grateful. Make Sunday morning worship a priority in your life. Make this, this gathering together a priority for you, for your family. You know, at Coastal, we say that uh, we exist to share and experience the life and love of Jesus. Share and experience the life and love of Jesus with Charleston and the world. Well, on Sunday morning, when we gather together, that's when we get to do that together. In fact, think about it this way. So far this year, just this year alone, 59 people now have said that they've given their life to Jesus here at Coastal. 59 people. Lives are being changed here for all eternity. 59 people say that they crossed the line of faith here. That they crossed over from death to life. They experienced a, a resurrection. 59 people have said that they are born again. And, and what's our goal for next year? A hundred. A hundred people coming to faith. A hundred people getting baptized. Listen to me. Answer me this. Just think about it. Why in the world would you ever want to miss that? You know, when, uh, when I was much younger, uh, nothing could keep me away from the birth of both of my children. In fact, when we were going over this message uh, this week, I, I used this phrase. I said, wild horses couldn't keep me away from the birth of my children. And some of the younger people on our staff said, wild horses, is that like a, is that a phrase? And I'm like, what? Have you never heard that? I mean, come on, I guess it's a generational thing. They're like, do we have wild horses? I think, yes, we have wild horses. And they couldn't keep me away from when my kids were born. Well, think about this. In a very real way, don't you see Man, we get to experience that each and every week here at Coastal Community Church. Just without all the screaming and yelling and pushing and blood and goo and uh, all of that. And, and it's not a matter of, you know, have to. I'm, I'm not talking about legalism here. You know, no, no one would ever have to explain that, you know, to somebody getting to witness the, the birth of their children and getting to experience that and be a part of that. You know, it's not a matter of have to. Man, it's a matter of get to. It's a matter of want to. It's a matter of love. So I want to challenge you. 
Listen, you want to express your, your gratefulness to God, your gratitude to him, and, and, and to, to the church for focusing you, your attention on him, then make our gathering together a priority, not an afterthought. Number two, I'm grateful for my church because my church helps me to strengthen my faith. Strengthen my faith. Man, life is tough. We, we talk a lot here at Coastal about storms. You know, we give away that book, Unshakable, Standing Strong in the Storms of Life. You are not meant to face those storms alone. God never meant for you to go through life trying to handle all of life by yourself. And so his, his antidote to that is that he's given us a family, a spiritual family to belong to, to be a part of. And that's the church. Galatians 6.2 says that we are to share each other's troubles and problems and in this way obey the law of Christ. That's the law of Christ. We are to encourage each other. We're to pray for one another, to support one another. And man, what I'm talking about, that is more important today than ever before because we are so disconnected. There's no sense of community anymore. People don't feel like they belong to something. They don't know their neighbors. And the Bible says that the church, the church is to be an extended family. We are to be be brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles to each other. We are to care for one another like a family does. Romans 12.5 says, says it this way, and since we are all one body in Christ, we all belong to each other. And each of us needs all the others. That's you. That's me. You know, as you were growing up in your family, if it was healthy, you did certain things together, right? You know, you worked together, you uh, played together, you laughed together, you forgave one another, um, you cried together, you worked out your problems together. And it was through all of that that you grew up and you matured. Well, the church helps you to do that in your faith. We help you grow up. We help you mature. Now, now what does that look like? How, how does that happen? How do we strengthen your faith? Well, we, we help you do that by getting you into God's word and applying it to your life. But, but you need to hear this. Listen, that's not just about information. If, if that's all it was, if, if being spiritually mature was all about getting the correct information, then you know the Pharisees, the Sadducees in, in Jesus' day, those legalistic people, they would have been the most spiritually mature people on the planet, and yet they were the ones that Jesus you know, went after, you know, told them that y'all are you know, like whitewashed tombs. You look good on the outside, but on the inside, you're rotten to the core. So it's not just about information. It's about transformation, about life transformation, spiritual maturity. Listen to me. It's about becoming more and more like Jesus. It's about cooperating with the Holy Spirit and letting him change us from the inside out. And yes, he does that through his word and, listen to this, through people, through our relationships with people. And so part of my job is to proclaim God's word, to teach God's word, to encourage you to get into God's Word, and then together, as a family, we start living it out in relationships, in community. So let me give you a simple way to express your gratitude for that. At Coastal, we believe the best way to do that is by joining a what? A life group. A life group. 
you know, to put you in that environment where you can experience that. Listen, it really doesn't matter how big we become on Sunday mornings, how large our crowd becomes, as long as we keep growing small through our small groups, through our life groups. Now, again, don't get me wrong, man, Sunday morning is awesome. I love it. Again, I love our time together on Sunday morning. I love the corporate worship. I love getting into God's Word. I love taking the Lord's Supper together. I love that celebration. But True fellowship, true growth, real growth comes as we open up our lives together and our faith in the context of relationships. And there's no better place to live that out than in a, in a small group. Now at Coastal, we run, we run our life groups on a semester basis, just like school. And yes, this semester is now uh, wrapping up. Uh, we, have, we have a short little winter break, and then we're going to roll out our catalog uh, in January, and then our new semester, uh, the winter-spring semester, starts in February. And so I want to challenge you today, listen, make a commitment now that you're going to join a life group. You know, last semester, this past semester, we had uh, 20 different life groups, and listen to this, 95% of our average Sunday morning adult attendance signed up for a group. Man, that's awesome. In fact, today, on the back of your Connect card, uh, it says this. I am interested, right there under the section, my next step today, second box, I am interested in leading, hosting, or assisting a spring life group. And we're in the process right now of uh, beginning to uh, piece all that together. And if you're here today and you're interested in, in, in leading, hosting, or assisting, man, let us know about that. And we'll get in touch with you. We'll begin to, to work all that out. But listen, that's what, that's what the church is all about. Is we help people to grow in their faith. And it happens in relationships. And our life groups is the best way to begin to, de to develop that process. Number three. I'm grateful for my church because my church helps me find a ministry. My church helps me find a ministry. You know, the Bible says that God has made you special and unique. And he's given you certain things in your life that, that you're passionate about, that you have a heart for. Uh, he's given you gifts, spiritual gifts and abilities. Uh, some of you are good with words. Some of you are good with numbers, with people. Uh, he's given you a personality. Uh, he's given you experiences. He's given you a sense of humor. And, and God uses all those things to shape you, to make you you. In other words, you're not an accident. Now, why? Why has God done that? Why has God given you all those things? So that you and I can just go out, you know, and make a bunch of money or, you know, uh, waste all of that stuff on ourselves? No. God made you who you are because he wants you, you as an individual, to make a contribution in this world, to make an impact. You know, not just to take up space. And so whenever you and I use our talents and our abilities and our experiences and, and our gifts to help other people, to serve other people, the Bible calls that your ministry. In fact, in Ephesians 2.10, it puts it this way, for we are God's masterpiece. And he has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do what? The good things that he planned for us long ago. Those good things. You know, that, that, that's called your ministry. God wants you to spend your life doing those good things, serving other people. And the Bible says that 
that part of the job description of a pastor is actually to prepare you to do that, to equip you to do that. that that's the purpose of the church. The church, we are committed to helping you position yourself to find a ministry that expresses who God made you to be and serves other people. Man, so many people today, you know, struggle with low self-esteem. They do, and they, they feel insignificant, they feel unneeded, they feel unwanted. What is one of the, the, the secrets of healthy self, self-esteem? It's this. It's to be who God made you to be, to be what he made you to, to be, and to, and to serve God by serving other people. That's called ministry. Listen, that's why we make no apologies here at Coastal for challenging people to get involved, to find a place of service. Because Jesus himself said it this way. He said, if you try to keep your life for yourself, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find true life. In other words, when you serve, listen, you are actually aligning yourself with Jesus And that, my friend, is when life makes sense. You see, when you're not serving, you are out of alignment. You are. And eventually, the tires of your life are going to fall off. And you're going to crash. And I'm telling you, some of you, man, you're just driving down the highway of life and and, uh, your life is just shaking, it's out of alignment, things don't make sense. And I'm telling you, one of the reasons just might be is because you have not yet aligned your life with the life of Jesus. And he said, if you want life, you give your life away. So let me give you another way, very practical way to express your gratitude. Join a life team. Join a life team, a life group, a small group of people, and a life team, a place to serve, a ministry here, a place to give back. In fact, on the back of your Connect card, uh, on the bottom of the My Decision section, everybody take out your Connect card. At the bottom of the My Decision Today section, it says this, I would like to volunteer to serve. Please have someone contact me. And then we've got a whole bunch of little options to get you started, to follow up with. Uh, Greeting. You know, when you come in here week after week, we got people, you know, that welcome you. You know, good morning. Welcome to Coastal. Listen, if you can smile, if you love people, man, that's a great place for you. By the way, if you can't smile and you hate people, we'll find you another place, okay? You know, until you get saved, we will find you. No. Um, children's ministry, Coastal Kids. Do you realize when, when we're here week in and week out, we've got like over 100 kids over in the other building? Learning about Jesus, being loved, served, taught. And you say, well, Pastor Chris, you know, I I can't teach. Listen, do you realize there's so many other things to do over there than just teach? We actually have people, I don't know if you know this, but between the services, they actually volunteer to wipe down every toy in the nursery. Every toy. We have people who volunteer to do that. Child check-in. We have people who run uh, DVDs and the sound system over there in that building. There's so many. And, and some people think, yeah, but, you know, my old church, if I signed up for the nursery, it was like the black hole of death. You know, like I was there like every single week. I, I, never, I never got to see anybody else. I, I missed every service. Listen, that doesn't happen here. We tell people all the time, one person, one service, once a month makes a huge, huge impact. Student ministry, cafe. Oh, my goodness, you guys drink some coffee you, you, you eat some food. By the way, be grateful for that, by the way. Instead of being demanding, how about recognize it's free, okay? 
But you know, we got, we got servants, just loving servants who set that up every week, who provide that, who clean it up. Man, that's a great place to serve. Our student ministry, do you realize that we're seeing now like 65 to 70 students every Wednesday night? Man, we need volunteers. We need people who can lead groups, who can uh, play games, uh, worship. You know, maybe you can sing, maybe play an instrument. We have a security team. One of the things that people are looking for when they come to church now is that, is, are my children safe and is that place secure? Communion, tech booth, parking team. Listen, circle a place. If you are coming, listen, and you are not serving, you're not yet aligned with Jesus. I'm, I'm being serious. Listen, give back. There is a place for you. Not because we need you and we're falling apart without you. No. It's because that's how you align your life with Jesus. We say we exist, right? To share and experience the, the life and the love of Jesus. Listen, this is it. This is the life of Jesus. It's the life of serving. Number four, I'm grateful for my church because my church helps me fulfill my life's mission. Listen, you're not here by accident. God did not put you on this earth just to take up space, get a job, make money, retire, and die. Man, that sounds miserable. He has a mission for you. And he wants you to make an impact in this world. And the purpose of the church is to help you to discover that mission. And when you finally get it, man, you go, wow, this is it. Man, this is what I'm here for. This is why God made me. And all of a sudden, life begins to make sense. And there is meaning in that, significant satisfaction. And until you understand that, until you get that, life is never going to make complete sense. And the church helps you discover that life's mission. And the moment you commit your life to Jesus, that that mission is activated. It means that you are here to share with other people the good news about Jesus. That's your life mission. Acts 20, 24. But my life is worth nothing unless I use it for doing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus. What is that work? The work of telling others the good news about God's wonderful kindness and love. That's not just for me. That's for you. Listen, and there's no greater accomplishment in life than being able to be used to help introduce somebody to Jesus. Man, can't you, I mean, I can't wait. Can you imagine getting to heaven one day and having somebody come up to you and say, listen, I'm here because of you. You played a part in that. You are part of that group back there at Coastal Community Church. And a uh, hundred years later, that church, they reached me for Jesus. And I'm here today because of you. Thank you. Man, what is going to be more significant than that? You see, when you understand your mission, it gives everything else in your life, everything, new meaning. It gives new meaning to getting up and, and going to work every day. When you understand your mission, that, that you are on planet earth to share and experience the life and the love of Jesus with everybody. It gives new meaning to going to school. You know, no longer do you go to work for a paycheck. You're under orders by the Lord Jesus Christ. It gives new meaning to being a parent, to raising your children, so that one day, one day, your mission is to see that those children come to ask Jesus Christ to be their Savior and their Lord. It gives meaning to everything you do, where you live, where you work, and where you play. You and I get to be a missionary. 
We get to show other people what a follower of Jesus looks like. We get to pray for people. We get to build relationships of love with people. We get to love them and serve them and to be used by God to be just a link, one link in the chain, the long chain of that person coming to know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. And there is nothing greater than that. There's no greater joy than that. So let me give you a little practical, simple way to express your gratitude for that to put your money where your mouth is. Invite somebody to church. Man, you never know the, the difference that one simple invitation could make. Man, I am here today preaching to you because a friend in a difficult time in my life invited me to church. Invite someone here. Because listen, when you invite and you bring somebody to Coastal, you know what's going to happen? I promise you, they are going to see and experience the life and the love of Jesus. They're going to hear the good news of the gospel. And maybe, just maybe, they will give their life to Jesus that day. But at the very least, I promise you this, we're going to plant a seed in their heart. Listen, I love Coastal. And those are just some of the reasons why I'm grateful for my church family. My church helps me focus on God, strengthens my faith, find a ministry, and fulfill my life's mission. If you don't become a part of a local church family, where else are you going to get those benefits? You see, the church offers you something you can't get anywhere else in the world. Now, what's the difference between an attender and a member? The difference is like the difference between living together and getting married. It's a commitment. I mean, the truth is, at some point, an attender really is just a consumer. A member is a contributor. And attenders just long for the ride, for what they can get, and if they think they can find it somewhere else better, they'll go there. A member is a part of the team. Listen, God doesn't want you just to go to church, just to attend a service. He wants you to be a part of a family. So, how do I become a member of this church? You know, here at Coastal, we, have, we offer a class that we teach, a membership class, where we go over things like our statement of faith, our structure of ministry, our purpose, our responsibilities, what it means to be a member of God's family. In fact, we just offered that class uh, this past Monday night. We typically offer it at least once a quarter. But here's what we're going to do. I'm going to offer this class one last time in 2017. This coming Saturday morning, December the 16th, 9 a.m. to noon. We're going to provide childcare. We'll give you some food. In fact, today, you can sign up on the back of your Connect card. We are calling it, in fact, there at the very bottom of uh, the, my, step, my next step today, it says, sign me up for the last chance membership class. It's your last chance to become a member of Coastal Community Church for 2017. Sign me up. Check the box. 
and we'll take care of the rest. Listen, if you have not joined a church family, what are you waiting on? You know, I'm serious. What excuse are you going to give God one day when he asks you why you didn't make a commitment to the local body of Jesus? If not our church, fine, absolutely fine. You'll never hear Pastor Chris talk negatively about other churches in Charleston. I tell people all the time, listen, there's a lot of great churches in Charleston. We're just one of them. So if not this church, you owe it to Jesus who died for you to find some place and say, you know what, this is where I'm committed. This is where I am all in. Make a commitment. Man, Jesus died for the church. That's how important it is. And listen, if you're already a member here, You've already been through our membership class. Maybe today is the day that you need to renew your commitment to the church. How do you do that? Go all in. Maybe you need to be reminded today, make Sunday morning a priority again. Maybe you need to be reminded to get connected. You know, you, you, you set out a semester of life groups a while ago. He said, oh, just this is the semester, I'm going to take a break. And then it became another semester and another semester. Make sure you join this, this coming semester. Maybe you know what you needed to hear today? It's time for you to get out of your seat and start serving. Invite and bring your friends. You know, if, if that's the decision you need to make today to to re-renew your commitment. I want you to do this for me. On the back of your Connect card, take out your Connect card. On the back, the second box underneath my decision today, it says this, I have renewed my commitment to Jesus Christ. I want you to check that box, but then add these three words, and my church. And my church. I've renewed my commitment to Jesus and my church. I want to challenge everyone. Make the rest of your life the best of your life. You know, whether you've got five years left, 50 years left, man, give it to the greatest movement of God. There is nothing greater than the church. It will outlast everything that you do. It will outlast every single thing of this world. And so I make no apology in saying, the most significant thing that you might do in your life is to join Coastal and get involved here. This church is making a real impact in people's lives. And I want to challenge you to become a part of our family. If not here, find a place where you can make that commitment and say, I love my church. I am grateful for my church. Bow your heads and pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, God, today, I thank you for my church. I thank you for the church that I have been a part of all these many years. I thank you for the church growing up that planted seeds of salvation in my heart. 
I thank you for my home church growing up where I did get saved and I gave my life to Jesus and those seeds that were planted came to life. I thank you for all the people throughout your church who have loved and served and taught and and given so that I could grow in my faith. And God, I thank you for giving me the the dream and uh, the passion to start this church. And God, I am. I'm so grateful for Coastal and for the impact that we're having and making here in Charleston and in the world. And Father, I believe there are people here today, number one, who do need to renew their commitment to the local church, to our church, to start serving, giving, sharing, loving. You know, not just a place where they attend, but really a family that they're a part of. And God, I also believe this. There are people here today who are ready to be adopted into your forever family. Not just join a church, but to join the church, your family. And listen, if that's where you're at, that the process is so simple and yet so beautiful. It begins and ends with faith. Listen, God loved you so much that he sent his one and only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for you. Yes, he came as a baby. Yes, he was born. And we celebrate that at Christmas time. But nowhere in scripture are we told to celebrate his birth. We are told to celebrate his death, burial, and resurrection. And that ultimately is what Christmas is all about. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And listen, if you're ready to come home to God, if you're ready to be forgiven, if you're ready to come into his family, pour out your heart to him right here and right now. Say, dear heavenly father, I believe, I do believe, I believe that Jesus really is your son. I believe you sacrificed him for my sin. My sin put him on that cross. But sin and death was never great enough to contain him or to hold him down. He rose from the dead and he is alive. God, today I believe it. I put my faith in him and him alone. And now for the rest of my days, God, I just want to become more and more like you see me, perfect. I want to be a follower of Jesus. I want to grow in my faith. And yes, God, I want to make a commitment to your body, your church. And I want Coastal to become my church. We love you, Father, and I pray all these things today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Pastor Chris Rollins of Coastal Community Church. For more information about Coastal or to explore what your next step of faith might look like, check us out online at coastalcommunitychurch.org. From Pastor Chris and the family at Coastal Community Church, thanks for listening.